Good morning. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, creator of all. Do you be praise and glory forever. As your dawn renews the face of the earth, bringing light and life to all creation, may we rejoice in this day you have made. As we wake refreshed from the depths of sleep, open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will. Now the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Psalm 73 In the Lord God have I made my refuge. Truly God is loving to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. Nevertheless, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious of the proud. I saw the wicked in such prosperity. For they suffered no pains, and their bodies are sleek and sound. They come to no misfortune like other folk, nor are they plagued as others are. Therefore pride is thy necklace and violence wraps them like a cloak. Their iniquity comes from within, the conceits of their hearts overflow. They scoff and speak only of evil. They talk of oppression from on high. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue ranges round the earth. And so the people turn to them and find in them no fault. They say, how should God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the wicked, ever at ease, they increase their wealth. Is it in vain that I cleanse my heart and wash my hands in innocence? All day long I have been stricken and chastened every morning. If I had said I will speak as they do, I should have betrayed the generation of your children. Then thought I to understand this, but it was too hard for me. Until so I entered the sanctuary of God and understood the end of the wicked. How you set them in slippery places, you cast them down to destruction. How suddenly do they come to destruction, perish and come to a fearful end. As with a dream when one awakes, so, Lord, when you arise, you'll despise their image. When my heart became embittered, and I was pierced to the quick, I was but foolish and ignorant. I was like a brute beast in your presence, yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing upon earth that I desire in comparison with you. Though my flesh and my heart fail me, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Truly those who forsake you will perish. You will put to silence the faithless who betray you. But it is good for me to draw near to God. In the Lord God have I made my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. In the Lord God have I made my refuge. Holy God, may we find wisdom in your presence, and set our hope not on uncertain riches, but on the love that holds us to the end, in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
the Old Testament lesson is written in the first book of Samuel, the 26th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Then the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, David is in hiding on the hill of Hachilah, which is opposite Jeshimon. So Saul rose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, with three thousand chosen men of Israel, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul encamped on the hill of Hachilah, which is opposite Jeshimon beside the road. But David remained in the wilderness, when he learned that Saul had come after him into the wilderness. David sent out spies and learned that Saul had indeed arrived. Then David set out and came to the place where Saul had encamped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, with Abner, son of Ner, the commander of his army. Saul was lying within the encampment, while the army was encamped around him. Then David said to Ahimelech, the Hittite, and to Joab's brother, Abishai, son of Zeruiah, Who will go down with me into the camp to Saul? I will go down with you. So David and Abishai went to the army by night. There Saul lay sleeping within the encampment with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the army lay around him. Abishai said to David, God has given your enemy into your hand today. Now therefore let me pin him to the ground with one stroke of the spear. I will not strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can raise his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said, As the Lord lives, the Lord will strike him, or his day will come to die, or he will go down to battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. But now take the spear that is at his head, and the water jar, and let us go. So David took the spear that was at Saul's head, and the water jar, and they went away. No one saw it or knew it, nor did anyone awake, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen upon them. Then David went over to the other side, and stood on top of a hill far away, with a great distance between them. David called to the army, and to Abner, son of Ner, saying, Abner, will you not answer? Then Abner replied, Who are you that calls to the king? David said to Abner, Are you not a man? Who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not kept watch over your lord the king? For one of the people came in to destroy your lord the king. The thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, you deserve to die, because you have not kept watch over your Lord, the Lord's anointed. See now, where is the king's spear or the water jar that was at his head? Saul recognised David's voice and said, Is that your voice, my son David? David said, It is my voice, my Lord, O king. And he added, Why does my Lord pursue his servant? For what have I done? What guilt is on my hands? Now therefore let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If it is the lord who has stirred you up against me, may he accept an offering. But if it is mortals, may they be cursed before the lord, for they have driven me out today from my share in the heritage of the lord, saying, Go serve other gods. Now therefore do not let my blood fall to the ground, away from the presence of the lord. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a single flea, like one who hunts a partridge in the mountains. And Saul said, I have done wrong, come back, my son David, for I will never harm you again, because my life was precious in your sight today. I have been a fool and made a great mistake. David replied, Here is the spear, O king. Let one of the young men come over and get it. 
The Lord rewards everyone for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord gave you into my hand today. But I would not raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. As your life was precious today in my sight, so may my life be precious in the sight of the Lord, and may he rescue me from all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be you, my son David. You will do many things, and will succeed in them. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. Here ends the Old Testament lesson. Spirit of God, teach us your ways, that we may walk in the paths of peace. Come, let us go up to the mountain of God, to the house of the God of Jacob, that God may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For the law shall go out from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. God shall judge between the nations, and shall mediate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into ploughshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O people of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Spirit of God, teach us your ways, that we may walk in the paths of peace. The New Testament lesson is written in the Acts of the Apostles, the fourth chapter beginning at the first verse. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came to them, much annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming that in Jesus there is the resurrection of the dead. So they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and they numbered about five thousand. The next day their rulers, elders, and scribes assembled in Jerusalem, with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and all who were of the high priest's family. When they had made the prisoners stand in their midst, they inquired, By what power, or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are questioned today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick, and are asked how this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you, and to all the people of Israel, that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, who God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, it has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name among heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. Here ends the New Testament lesson. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. Lead me in the path of your commandments, that I may see the wonders of your law. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Open my eyes, O Lord that I may see the wonders of your law. In your tender compassion, O God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. 
is raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. In your tender compassion, O God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for all that you have done for us through your Son, Jesus Christ. We lift up before you your whole church, and particularly we give thanks for the Anglican Church in Greece. We pray, Lord, for its ministry to refugees in Athens. May they be given all they need to fulfil that ministry. We do pray for the chaplaincies across Europe who are reaching out to refugees and migrants, trying to make new homes for themselves and their families. We ask for your blessings upon those chaplains, those teams working with those refugees. And we pray for those refugees themselves, Lord, that they may be treated fairly, compassionately, that they may be given all they need to thrive. And Lord, we ask that you soften the hearts of those who hold racist prejudice, those who are xenophobic, those who fear the other. Asking, Lord, that you may help them see that we are all humans, all made in your image, all deserving of basic compassion and humanity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up your world and all those places that are broken, asking that you be in them. We give thanks for all the good things in your creation. And we ask, Lord, that you may help us to be stewards of the earth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up before you, Lord, all those suffering in body, mind or spirit today, particularly those who are anxious, depressed, afraid. Those in our benefice. Those known to us. Those unknown to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Lord, we give you thanks for all those who have gone before us in faith, our loved ones that we see no longer. For any, Lord, who died overnight in our benefits, hospice or hospitals, rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them, may they rest in peace and rise in glory. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please you, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs>